welcome to um, this special Italian nighty um, walk down memory lane. Today I'm um, here with Ken. Ken's from um, Newcastle. He's a full-time Geordie and um, a beloved England fan, I hope. And has lots to. Um, we're going to do a little talk on about Italian nighty um, with the World Cup coming up. I thought it'd be a good time to um, just have a, a little trip down talking about. You know, Bobby Robson, Gaza, Walker, um, and just, you know, just a general feel how it was back in the time, um, what the expectations were like, what was, what was the squad like compared to nowadays, um, like how, how we performed in the tournament, little things like that. I mean, when I was, you know, growing up, everyone, you know, you hear about Italian Italianity, you hear about Gaza and how it gripped the nation and obviously then it leads on to night six in the end but today we'll talk Italian night so um, I introduce you to Ken. Ken how are you? I'm fine thank you just uh, raring to go for this trip down memory. Yes here. so you've got a lot of notes so I um, will go straight into this. So obviously the um, 2018 World Cup is fastly approaching and I would say probably the past couple of days the build up and the hype around the tournament is literally just you know, just creeped up a notch. When it was um, built up to Italian IT, um, obviously, you know, the social media wasn't as prominent as it is nowadays. No, not at all, no. What was, um, what was the build-up and the hype around back then, even, like, the expectations, what did the fans hope for, for the tournament? Well, to be fair, um, it was pretty low-key. If you remember, we'd had a poor European... Yes championship where we'd been beaten in the three games that were played yep. so it was a case of rebuilding confidence and uh, changing the squad a bit yeah. so that's what Bobby was doing now during qualifying we're actually unbeaten, we didn't concede yep. a goal yep. we drew three and we won three there was only four in our group So but we finished second to Sweden so now did the how was the media and the fans like obviously if England finished second now in the qualifying group leading up to there'd yeah. be a lot of backlash there'd be a lot of well I mean it's not much similar to how it's been recently but like would there be calls for the manager to be changed before the tournament or was there, was everyone on board with it's like right you know we got through we'll you know see how we go no not at all the press the press were hounding Robson yeah he had some terrible headlines if I remember rightly right. they wanted him out basically the squad, the squad believed in them, obviously, yeah, because yeah. they they worked with them. Well, it was quite a, in it like an old. It was quite an old squad, weren't it? A lot of experienced players. So they'd all worked with them in the past. Yeah, yeah. There was there was a lot of experience, like uh, Terry Butcher and Peter Shelton was forty at the tournament. Yep. Um, but there, there was the likes of Gaza in it, who 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 was still at his peak. David Platt. Yeah. Brian Robson, of course, he was getting on as well. Yeah, but, yeah. You know. There were, these these were still players yeah. that were performing at the top of their so, game. So everyone expected them, it, it was, they, they expected them to do well at the tournament or mm. like due to qualifying, it's like, well, if we can get through the groups, you know. I don't think it was a case of that at all, but I think it was where they were wary to start with. They right. were wary about getting too worked up about it, having witnessed the yeah. the, the poor showing two years earlier. Yeah. Um, I think as the tournament went on, it grew and grew and grew. Yeah. yeah. But to start with, um, and before we went out there, no, there was there was some pretty bad press. I mean, don't know if you remember, but 
the FA had decided not to renew Bobby's contract. Yeah, so this was decided before the tournament, wasn't it? Before the tournament. Right. It got out, Yeah. and the press were accusing Bobby of thinking of the money and yeah. abandoning his country, which couldn't yeah. have been further from the truth. Yeah. So they really had it in for him. Yeah. And he was just focused on preparing the squad the best he could and yeah. getting out there yeah. to play the World Cup, you know, play yeah. the World Cup. Was there any, like, obviously, other than the the fact that he was going to leave at the end of the tournament, now, like, at the moment we've got, you know, we have things with Sterling, he's in the papers concert. Was there any, any, any of the players... Being hounded out, as you could kind of say, like being yeah. picked on by the media. Was there any any stories pre-tournament? Which yeah, there was, there was there was a few stories. One that sticks out was um, was Gaza. Yes. Because obviously they followed him around and hounded him yeah. as well. So yeah, um, in the wine bar he was getting a bit of grief and he lamped somebody. So yeah. that was front page news. Well, I couldn't imagine what would happen nowadays if one of the English players did that. Um, well, that's it. Yeah. Um, moving into like the actual game. The you know the football side of it. Were there any um, what I take it there was friendlies before the tournament? Did they all go? Was, yeah, we just had I one remember, last night with Costa Rica. Obviously now I, you know it's, we we played a game against Czechoslovakia. I remember um, I, I think that was a friendly before the World Cup and um, where we won four two and right. Gaza scored a couple of yeah. goals and I think that persuaded Robson. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to take him. I think people thought it was a bit of a risk, yeah. but Bobby. Knew his strengths and knew his weaknesses, yeah. and he was a good man manager. So, so I think, yeah, yeah. that that pursued him. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm going yeah. to take him. So speaking Gaza, speaking Gaza, and obviously taking him to the tournament. That's what kind of convinced him. Um, in general, with the squad, was the squad as expected? I mean, as I've mentioned before, it's quite an old squad. Was there anyone who was like should have been in there anyone who was like a late pick yeah I mean the, the, I suppose the main one was David Seaman got injured right and uh, then they drafted in Dave Besant right so was David Seaman he was going to be he was in there he wasn't like, going to be number one he was well, no because um, Peter Shelton aged 40 was still yeah. was still yeah. the number one yeah so when I was looking through I was doing some obviously prep the other night for this and mm-hmm. I saw that David Seaman was on there and I, I don't know why I was I was shocked that he was even there. I thought ninety. I didn't realize he was in the England yeah. Cup at night, and it wasn't. He'd already played before the tournament, so it's not as if he was like going into it never played for England. Yeah. So he'd already had England. I was quite shocked that David Seaman was and and he was twenty six going into that tournament. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. Was, I think he was, he was so he wasn't age, he wasn't yeah. even young as well. No, no, no. Well, I guess that could be young for a yeah. goalkeeper because yeah. Shelton forty. So so uh, that that was right. I was shocked that we. Um, Chris Woods was the other keeper there as well. Yes. The, yeah. And with Shilton being 40, was everyone fine with that? Like, taking yeah. a 40-year-old as your number one keeper? I mean, it doesn't happen nowadays. I think I think goalkeepers, well, if you look at Buffon, maybe it does. Yeah, an extreme, yeah, I suppose if you've got extreme cases of a very good keeper, yeah, then. exactly. Um. So, yes. Yeah. Dino Zoff played. Yeah. He was 40 and lifted the World Cup. Yes. Um. So, the cuts, any, any other chap? Notable no. absences in the squad, anyone you think should have been there? Not particularly, no. I think, I mean, maybe a surprise, Steve Bull. Right. He was picked, and if you remember, he was playing outside the top division at the time. Right. So maybe he was a bit of a surprise, but he was a goal machine at the time in the lower yeah. league, so why not take a risk, you know? Yeah. Um, just quickly mention, um, well, we'll probably mention him quite a number of times in the actual 
chat, but um, obviously Bobby Robson. Yeah. Or Sir Bobby Robson. Yeah, he wasn't then, though, was he? <laughs> this was going to be his last tournament. Mm-hmm. Do you believe he would have wanted to carry on? Or was it that he wanted to get back into club management? No, I think he would have carried on. Uh, he loved managing his country, but I think that decision was taken out of his hands. Was it? Was because it, the FA decided not to renew the his FA, contract. Were the FA against him? They just decided not to renew his contract. If you remember, though, he'd taken us to the World Cup in 86, yes. where we'd been beaten in the quarterfinals. Yep. We had a poor showing in the Euros in 88. Yep. So, you know, I think three tournaments is probably the lifespan of an England manager. Yeah. Some don't get that. Yeah. Okay. Um... So, obviously, we qualified, we got to the group. Um, obviously, our group was um, quite, as, as as it shows, it was quite a tight group. There was a lot of um, close games in that, and we... Um, oh, yes. Did we... Is it, easy, is it safe to say we scraped through? The group was so tight yeah. that, that any of the teams in that group going into the final games... Yeah. Could have qualified. There were groups of four, yeah. And the the top three were in for the qualification. Yeah. Um, it was the the best two, the 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 better of the yeah. two third places. Yeah. Went in, you know, so yeah, yeah. To make up the number, so if you finish bottom, you're definitely out. But right. up until that last game, mm-hmm. anybody in our group could have finished bottom. It was so tight. Um, there was only one victory. In all of the games played in our group. Was that because the teams were well matched or like was it the tactics? So I've read I've seen a lot of stuff and read online around it was quite a negative World Cup. There was I a lot of defensive tactics. That. Yeah, it was. It was the lowest um average yeah, goal scored, like two point yes. two one goals per yes. game. Was that just the way it was at the time? Quite like I mean it's quite ironic that it was the case, bear in mind it was in Italy and they you know, they're known for being defensive. Quite, yeah, I don't know so, that's a coincidence. I don't know whether it was because yeah. it was based in Italy, it became quite a defensive tournament. Um, but no, it, it shocks me seeing how close the groups were because, like... There was only a couple of teams won all three games. Yeah, I mean, you you when people talk about this side, I mean, obviously I'm not, you know, I don't remember at the time, so it's all just, I, get, I hear things and you see things on TV. And this squad is built up, and the team and the manager is built up like legendary status almost. I mean, obviously you got sixty six, and then people go to Italian night. Yeah, they you know these they've set the benchmark. But then when you look through like the qualifying wasn't exactly they didn't cruise through like the group stages. It was close. Yeah, like was the team was the team actually good? The team was a good team, yeah. But whatever it, was they well matched? Is that what it was like? I think in our group. You had the Republic of Ireland. That yeah. was always going to be a tough, tough battle. Yeah. Because they were well up for it. And is that because a lot of um, they had also a lot of players based in England? Oh yeah, yeah. So like they, everyone knew each other. So it was people like, knew know, each other. It was yeah. almost like um, like a home nations. Yeah, game. Well, it yeah. was a home nations yeah. game. What would have been yeah. home, and they'd be up, home they'd, international, and so. they'd be right up for it as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And plus, just to add a little spice to it, Jack Charlton was actually yeah. uh, invited to apply for the England job really? before Bobby got it, right? Mm-hmm. And so the, um, somebody had asked him to do that from mm-hmm. the FA. He applied and he didn't even get back to him. Really? He never got an interview. And he was asked in an interview, so would you would you like to manage England in the future? Yeah. And he just turned around and said, no, I wouldn't. Yeah. Do, why would you want to manage them? You see the pressure that comes with yeah. it and the press turning on you. Yeah. 
So yeah, I think that added a little. I think Jack was determined mm. not to lose at the very least. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you had you had um, Holland. Yes. Who at the time remember were reigning European champions. Yeah. Van Basten, Hullet. Yeah. You know. So I suppose that, card, I suppose that was always going to be a close game. Yeah, a very tough game. And then you had Egypt, who were an unknown, an unknown quantity. Yeah, yeah, an unknown quantity indeed. I think at the time they may well have been African champions. Right. Um, so yeah, it wasn't an easy group. Yeah. With two points for a win as well. Remember, not three. Yeah. So, yeah, Bobby experimented with his formation. Uh, first game with Ireland, he went four four two, which he had done throughout the qualification period. Yeah. People said that um, the flat back four had been exposed at Euro eighty eight, mm, yeah. and um, they were waiting for it to happen again. I guess, but four four two worked out because the Irish played a similar yeah, yeah. a similar formation to us. He, he then sort of um, went five three two when yeah. we played Holland, yeah. and the the difference between the Ireland game and the Holland game was was like day and night. Right. We were confident. Mm-hmm. We pushed out from the back. Yeah. We were quick, yeah, passing accurately, and if you look at that that Holland game, Gaza, Gaza ran the show. Yeah, uh, when you think of who Holland that had was, in midfield as well, was that his? Was did he come in for that game, Gaza, or um, did he play in the Ireland game? No, no, he played in the Ireland game as well. I mean, it it was a pretty brutal game, and I don't think they were as tight on tackles as they are now. So yeah. there was a fair few flying in from both sides. Yeah. Um, was it that game that Gaza? Gazar actually got booked. It was his first booking, and obviously that came back to haunt yeah. him later on, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it did. And then obviously the Egypt game. Actually, unknown. I think it was the Belgium game he got booked. Right. Yeah. Unknown. So it was um, Egypt next game. Unknown quantity. That was the that was the last group. The last yeah. um, a lot of games was the uh, the Egypt game. So he went back to four four two for that. Yeah, and did we? I take it we needed to win that game. Was that a must win game? Yeah, to get yeah. Through, yeah. It was so tight. Yeah. Everybody, everybody. Um, Finished on this on this same number of points. The top three, I should say, not Egypt, obviously. Yeah. So, you had us who had won one. No, that was it. We finished on four points because we won one and drew two. Yeah. The Republic, um, they finished on three points, and Holland finished on three points. I think. Right. And Egypt was the team that missed out, but it went four three three two. That was the points. That's how wow. tight it was. Yeah. Last game. Yeah. Anybody could have qualified. Yeah. Well, having said that, the Egypt game was sort of like a bit more of a war of attrition like the Republic game had. Yeah. The Holland game was the standout game in the group. Yeah. So were like Egypt, like, you know, men behind the ball, it's about breaking them down or were they... To a certain extent they were, but but they, they did have a bit of uh, pace and yeah. skill about them. Yeah. As, as a lot of teams from Africa did. Yeah. Maybe it's a bit of discipline let them do. Yeah. Cool. So obviously qualified, got through. The next game, um, Belgium. Yeah, Belgium in the knockout stages. Yeah, was that? Um, what was it like? The build up to that. Obviously, were we? Did, were we expect to go through? Were the fans getting at this point? Obviously, we scraped for the group. Yeah. What was what was the fans' view at the time? Was was a lot of you know we're doing well here. You know, take each game as it comes. Or was it like well, we've we've barely got through here. You know. How you know we're not going to get far at this rate playing like this? I think um, I think after the Ireland game, we had some negative press. Yeah, people were a bit down. Then after the Holland game, it went up again. Yeah, and it was like we're going to win. Yeah. Then at the Egypt game, it came, it came, down, came again. Back down again. It's the usual England roller coaster, yeah. but 
coming up to the Belgium game, Belgium had been playing well. They had some really good players in yeah. that team. And Bobby went with 5-3-2 again and then yeah. deployed a sweeper. Yeah. Um, so it proved that he was tactically aware and he couldn't yeah. change it when he needed to. Yeah. So he brought Mark Wright in, yeah. plays the extra man at the back. Yeah. Um, Belgium were a, were a good team. Um, I remember they, they hit the woodwork a couple of times. Yeah. And it went, because it was so tight, it went to extra time. So it was nil-nil. Yeah. went extra time. And... I was waiting for the referee to blow the whistle. In all honesty, I thought this is going to be it. Penalties. Uh, Gaza won a free kick um, from a boost through the middle. He yeah. brought him down. Yeah. Uh, I think Robson, conscious that he didn't want to get caught, was asking him to just play it into a corner or something. Yeah. But Gaza took absolutely no notice whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> so Platt in the box and uh, lifted the ball over, and I can still remember Sungo. watching that. It's a dropped over his shoulder and volleyed it in, jumping around the front. Of the a minute there. left. It's Gascoigne shaping to take it. And chipped in. And volleyed in! And it's there by David Platt! England have done it in the last minute of extra time! Some goal. Some goal and the Belgians just were so as he would be if he yeah. lost. Right at the end, like that. Yeah, so I imagine the um, the um, the excitement and the hype cranked up a, not- a notch after that. Yeah, well, that's what and happens, you would imagine. Yeah. yeah, and that was the game. Yes, of course, that he got his first yellow card. Yeah, did he? Um, and Gaza played well up to this point. Yeah, yeah, still yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, fully justified Bobby's decision to include him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we get to um, next stage, quarter final stage, and um, as. Cameroon, yeah. I, I can't imagine how how um, tense it would have been nowadays if we were to get to a quarterfinals. It would be unbearable to watch. So um, Cameroon and in those days, we actually wouldn't knock out games. Yeah, Cameroon. Um, they they kind of emerged in this tournament, didn't they? They did. they kind of came from nowhere. They did. Their first game was against Argentina, and they beat Argentina one yeah. 0 Bear in mind, Argentina were the reigning world champions then. Yeah. Including Maradona. Yeah. So, whereas people were thinking, oh, well, maybe this is going to be a bit of a. It wasn't a buy at all. Mm. When you looked at it on a paperback, people might have thought, oh, okay, easy game. Yeah. It wasn't an easy game. Yeah. Cameroon, physical, strong, yeah. Yeah. quick. Yeah. Roger Miller. Roger, yeah, yeah. The, the 30 plus. Yeah. <laughs> Roger Miller, yeah, 38 or whatever he was then. It was it was fast, physical, um, and the game, to be fair, it was a good game. It, it, it swung one way, it swung the other. Yeah. It was us for periods, it was them. We were winning 1-0 at half-time, thanks to David Platt goal. But then in the second half, Cameroon came in with more. Gaza gave a penalty away, yeah. which they converted, and then they scored again two minutes later. Yeah. So yeah. suddenly they were 2-1 up, and some witch doctor had said that that's what they'd do, they'd win 2-1. But um, we got lucky. Obviously got um, another got another well, penalty in that game as well, Lineker. Yeah, we got a penalty... I don't know. He was caught. Yeah. And and I would say, yeah, it was a penalty. Mm-hmm. But the second one was more of a penalty, if you know what I mean. It was yeah. more of an obvious penalty. Yeah. So, yeah, 2-2. Extra time again for us. I know. And, and then Lineker puts one away. Slots the penalty away to make it 3-2. Conga's on the terraces. Yeah. Yeah, England fans. Conga and on the terraces. I remember that. Brilliant. Um, so, we can get to the semi-finals. Yeah, I believe there was four days break in between yeah. 
So we've had two extra time games, yeah. and then we're four days, and then we're in. Yeah. Meantime, Gaza's playing tennis with tourists <laughs> and stuff like that. Oh, it's typical. Because he can't rest, he can't sit still. Yeah, well, to be honest, I, I can totally understand that. <laughs> um, just looking at the team, so for that for that game against Germany, they yeah. played a three in the middle. Yeah. And we we just. Did we play two in the midfield? Like, was it? A... Right, it was. It was the the five three two, wasn't it? Yeah. So it was uh, Shelton and Gould and Pierce Wright, Butcher Walker and Parker. Yeah. At the back midfield was Platt, Gascoigne and Waddle, with Linegar and Beardsley up front. And what was it like? Pretty much to this. Was... By this time, people are starting to dream. So yeah. the tension has ratcheted up yeah. quite a few notches and were Germany how were Germany I mean obviously they ended Germany up going on to win the usual. thing you see if you look at you know we, we started off pretty slowly but we qualified yeah. which is the name of the game Yeah. to the knockout stages and we got to Germany we're exactly the same that's what they do yeah. they start off slowly so, yeah. and they peak at the right time Yeah. and I think they've done exactly the same there as they've, they've done in numerous tournaments Germany Yeah. so we, we'd actually done exactly the same as Germany they were Going into that game, there were two yeah. very evenly matched teams. Was the game, as you say, was the game even for up? Was it just literally cancel yeah. each other out? It, it wasn't a boring game, that's for sure. There was plenty of chances, and the German goalkeeper made two excellent yeah. saves in the first. Was it in the first half? Um, it was nil nil at half time. Yeah. Um, the game was played in good spirit as well. I think there was mutual respect for the two teams there. Yeah. They weren't arrogant or. Expecting to roll us over, and we certainly knew that there wouldn't be an easy, an easy touch. Yeah. But yeah, it was a, a really good performance. Um, Bremer, who'd scored some very important goals for them in that game in this tournament, uh, scored a deflected free kick first. Yeah. Um, and we deservedly got an equaliser through Lineker. Yeah. Propped up again, didn't he? He did. Yeah. And when that goal went in, yeah, I watched it at home with um, ten minutes before load of family. <sighs> We were jumping up and down like yeah. maniacs. It was hey, we could actually do this. Did um, how was Lineker? Was was did, did he have a good tournament? Like he did, yeah. He added um to his his six goals um at the World Cup in '86. Yeah. He scored four in this tournament. Yeah. So he's he's still our record World Cup tournament yeah. scorer with ten. Yeah. Yeah, he did well. Yeah. Extra time as well. No goals in there. No, but both teams did hit the woodwork in extra time, so it could have gone either way. Yeah, there was there was still chances being created. And then, um, <laughs> yes, on the we forgot we get Gaza and his infamous second yellow card. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's the one that cost him. Um, to be fair, yeah. He after an initial bit of a wobble, and and Linegar obviously doing the famous yeah. watch him, you know. Yeah. Um, he knuckled down, job in hand. Yeah, and, uh, blind. and I would have said it didn't didn't affect him at all. He was, he was playing very well. Yeah. So did, so was Waddle to be fair. Yeah. He had a good game as well, did Chris Waddle. Then we get to penalty shootout. Um, yeah. Germans, you know, do what Germans do well: score at penalty shootouts. The, the yes, the German penalties were all very good, but then then so were ours. To be fair, up until yeah, when Stuart Pierce missed. Yeah. His, his was probably the worst penalty because it, it was straight at the kick. Waddle, Waddle missed as well. And Waddle missed the, the, the one that counted because they'd, they'd scored. So yeah. we had to score this to stay in the game. Yeah. So We're all right in the corner, basically. Shilton didn't have a chance. Yeah. But do you think you... Like, who would, would you say that was a deserved... Obviously, 
penalty shootout, no one deserves to lose. But like, would you say who would you think edged the game? I'd say it was very just even, very straight up, down yeah. straight down the middle. The point I think is that Germans practice and practice penalties. Yeah. And I know they say you can't replicate the occasion. Yeah. But I think it's hard to replicate a semi final World Cup. Of course Cup, it is, yeah. Uh, Sixty-two thousand fans. Of course, penalties are fun at this level. Since do you um think you guys would have gone on to win the thing? I think if we'd got past Germany, yeah, we could have beaten Argentina. They were yeah. a poor team that year. Yeah. Through through suspension and injuries, they weren't the team that they were in '86. No. They, again, who they had Maradona make a turn yeah, they, again? They had Maradona. Yeah. He would have probably caused us more grief. I think he would have been right up for that. I think yeah, yeah, they were they were well up for it, and, and so they had the chance to retain the World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Then obviously we had the. The, the third place match. I didn't watch it. You didn't fair. watch that now. I didn't watch it. To be fair, too good. Too good. Yeah. Yeah. In those days, I mean, international football did matter more, more. I guess. Yeah. Because I've been, I've been let down so many times since then. But that point, you know, you believed that you might actually do something. So I never watched the third place playoff. No. I know we lost I mean, two one. Point, it's, it's a pointless game anyway, isn't it? I mean, it is. The, the only thing from that is that Toto Scalacci bagged his sixth goal and then became. The golden boot winner. Uh, so for him, I guess. Yeah. Karolinka did play, but yeah, um, didn't get another one. Platt scored for us. Yeah. By which, but we were two 0 down when Platt got one. So yeah. So um, obviously, you know, tournament finishes. You know, Bobby Robson leaves. What was the at, at that time? How did the media and the fans treat work like? Obviously, I remember remember Gaza coming home and yeah. the whole play, they're all off the plane, you know, they're all Well, his tears in the semi-final, yeah. you know, what, what effect that had on yeah. his career and himself personally. So, it was you know, the, there wasn't any criticism, you know, it was just, they were just unlucky. They were just <laughs> yeah, the same people that were calling yeah. Bobby in the squad before or, or after the Republic yeah. game were suddenly their best friends and thought they were wonderful. Yeah. I believe there was about 300,000 people at Luton when they touched down. Yeah. It was a huge, huge... Yeah. Um, uh, people amount of people wait yeah. um, for them to come back and, and appreciate their efforts yeah. because yeah it was it was a good tournament and they, they, they tried their utmost they left it all out on the pitch at the time we wasn't in Europe was we around that time the no, English no. clubs were banned from Europe we'd been banned yeah so um, there was a lot of trouble actually out there as well, to be fair. Yeah. Some of it England fans, some of it not. Was there much trouble out there with the England fans? Yeah, yeah, there was um, before games. But you see, the Italian police had obviously been warned. Yeah. Our first game was on the island of Corsica, Sardinia. Sardinia. Right. Um, so that was easy to contain with there. Yeah. When the next game has moved on to the mainland, then it was yeah. harder. And yeah. It, you know, there was... A, a lot of aggro, mainly caused by probably too much drink. But yeah. like now, I think that that bar owners have got to take some responsibility for giving the English lots of cheap beer and then wondering well, why this happens. Yeah. They're quite happy to take one money, but yeah. they don't want to know about the aftermath. Exactly. Yeah. Got to use a bit of common sense, I guess. And what kind of what effect do you think this had on English football? Because it still has a lasting. It it's still. Yeah. I mean, every time a tournament comes around, the first thing people talk about. Obviously, 66, 1998, 96, but obviously in this case, 1990. Yeah. Like, did it kind of 
breathe a bit of life back into the game because obviously did, after yeah. that you had like the Premier League came around a year after that. Did it kind of bring a bit of um, I don't know people loved people fell in love with the game again. Yeah, yes. yeah, brought it brought it back to they did what yeah. everyone liked. They did. Um, it was a, it was healed as a turning point in the English game. Yeah, it's up like I say, people sort of fall in love yeah. with the game again. Well, obviously, it gave them it gave the media people like Gaza. As oh, like someone, you know. If you so, think what happened to that squad afterwards, the likes of Gaza. Like, and yeah, yeah, media, right, a superstar, someone yeah. for the papers to go on, you know, kids looking up, seeing Gaza, everyone wanted to be Gaza. Yeah. And, yeah, so it had, it did, it did. It had a, a very positive effect on uh, the English game, yeah, it did. So, I'm not saying hooliganism went away. Yeah. But that was, by and large, reduced greatly after yeah. this, I would yeah. say. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it it bode it bode well for the future, of course. Yeah. Wonder what happened in ninety two. Yeah, obviously had ninety four. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't qualify. Didn't we didn't reach that kind of level no. again until ninety six? But you know, no, we we'll talk no. about that another day. Um, before we go, obviously yeah. England coming up soon. Yeah. Russia. What's your um, feeling at all? Happy with the squad, the manager? How I'm do you think we'll do? Yeah, I'm happy with the manager because I think he's taken some bold decisions and not yep. taken some people that maybe thought they should be there. Yes. Uh, obviously, I won't mention any names, but I think fans will know who it is, yep. who they are, I should say. Yeah. Um, it would be nice to to recapture that feel good feeling of Italia ninety out there. Yeah. And I know it's going to be hard. Yeah. Games changed a lot. Social media. Yeah. A lot of negativity out there. They're, they're more looked after now. Yeah. That cocooned. Yeah. Every whim is. So they should really have nothing else to do but concentrate on the football. Yeah, I think there's a... It feels, I mean, for me personally, it mm-hmm. feels a bit different this time around. I don't know if that's the manager... It's a positive effect. He's, made, think, yeah, he's making right. good choices. Obviously, we had the media day recently where they all got, you know, Super Bowl style. Yeah. And, yeah, it, you know, the, the the players seem to look like they all get on, which is good. There's no Team's massive good, There's yeah. no massive club rivalry like there used to be, like... It was all about winning the Champions League and no one wanted to give away the secrets of the other clubs. That doesn't seem to be there. No. Um, I think we're more together now. Yeah. yeah. It, that's the impression that I get anyway. Yeah. yeah. Do you think we'll go far if, if I had to put you on the spot? I would like to see we'll win a knockout game for a change. So Progress. I'm, I'm going to say out of the group, yeah. yes. Win a knockout. Win, yeah. win the first knockout game, yes. And I think if you do that, anything can happen. Yeah, it comes down to luck, I think, after that. Yeah, look, looks involved as well. Look at the draw. Yeah. No, cool. I, I agree. Right, um, we'll leave it there then. Cheers. Thank you for that, Matthew. Cheers. Cheers.